This episode of the Happy Hour is brought to you by... Video Games Monthly. You may have heard us talk about this one, but you have to check out Video Games Monthly. They're a monthly subscription service that delivers retro video games right to your door, and you never have to send them back. VGM is a must for gamers who love retro video games and are trying to build or rebuild their collection. Every month they send out a variety of games, both well-known retro favorites to the unique ones, to make sure you consistently get a well-rounded gaming experience. Video Games Monthly offers boxes of 3, 4, or even 10 games for any combination of NES, SNES, Nintendo 64, Sega Genesis, and both Game Boy and Game Boy Color. Take a look at their website at www.videogamesmonthly.com to sign up for your monthly variety of retro video games. And remember to tell them that the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. To the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce, and of course, as always, you got Deuce, and this is going to be a special episode for you guys here tonight. We've got some of our friends from the Lakeland Zombie Fest. We've got Humberto. How are you doing this evening, sir? I'm good, thank you. Uh, we're happy to be here. Awesome. And if everybody will just go around the table and introduce yourself, Romero. Romy. Romy. <laughs> from Romy <laughs> Row Films. Yeah. I guess you could call me Romero. It's We're all the same. Yeah. Jose Juan Romero. It's the same thing. Humberto. You're like, hey, he gave me free pizza and beer. He can call me whatever he wants at this yeah, point. <laughs> and, it's, and it's Papa John's. It's not Hungry Howie. No, so no, like, man. I don't like. I don't skimp when it comes to my guests. Like, I only get them the good shit. Like, somebody was like, why don't you just go to like uh, Little Caesars and get a bunch of hot and ready's? I was like, how about you fuck? Why don't you just go to hell? Like, yeah, you go to hell, exactly. you die. I was like, how about I just go ahead and get some cardboard and throw some cheese on top of? it? Well, what happens is next time you won't have any. But here to tell you. <laughs> well, they did come out with uh, that thick crust. The oh, ready, the, so. Well, have you seen the bacon one? They've got one where it's the thick crust, but they wrap the whole crust in bacon. It's what? fucking phenomenal. Yeah, the whole crust is wrapped in bacon. Anything's good with bacon. Well, it, that is oh, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we, we got to talk nice about them in case they want to be sponsors. Now, I totally just shotgunned them in the face. Now <laughs> I don't want Papa John's. I it's want It's a little that. misleading. They say it's got, you know, like three feet of bacon, but really that's like three pieces of bacon just kind of wrapped around. I need like, like. Triple wrapped. I'm gonna need you know. We need like 18 feet of bacon on there. 18 <laughs> feet measured, guaranteed. Bacon, pizza, and no bread. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, of course, the pizza cost is gonna wind up being like 40 bucks, but yeah. you know, that's it's hey, worth it because worth it. you're and gonna course, die tomorrow anyways. Because bacon. <laughs> and of course, we got another one of the members of Lakeland Zombie Fest. Introduce um, yourself to the audience. Andrew, uh, just kind of filling in some space here. I'm gonna wind up cutting out like right in the middle of this. I'm just gonna ghost out. So. <laughs> <laughs> so so when you hear him, you know the zombie accomplice came and they, they snagged him first. <laughs> the and, first to go. <laughs> and we've got one more special guest with us here tonight. If you introduce yourself to the guest. My name is Frank, and I'm from S5 Consulting. Awesome. Well, thank you again, all you guys, for taking time out of your busy schedules to come over on a Friday night. I know the offer was very nice since there was free pizza and beer involved. I mean, that'll definitely get some butts in the seats. That's um, the only reason I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got one other reason to be here. I know you've got some stuff you want to plug, so brother, plug away. Yes. Uh, well, like I said before, my name's Romy from Miro Films, and if you are a fan of The Walking Dead or the fan of any parodies or music video parodies, uh, you definitely need to check out. We have roughly, I think it what three parodies out right now. For two of them are for Walker Stalker Con, and then one of them is Romero Films. I directed all three of them. Uh, one of them is called Kill 'Em Off. 
the other one is called Sugar. Uh, it's Adam Levine, obviously Maroon Five parody. And the other, the new one I just did was Bad Blood by Taylor Swift. Um, and uh, basically, the the cosplayers that we have on these parody videos, they don't just go and cosplay the Walking Dead characters. I mean, they literally they live and breathe those. Characters. They breathe these these guys, and they don't just go to Walmart and buy a shirt that looks like it. They buy the shirt that is screen accurate that the character actually wore on yeah. the show. So uh, we have this hashtag that's called Yulin's Army. Um, I forget her first name. Yulin is uh, – she is the costume designer for The Walking Dead. Oh, wow. And she and um, a group that's called The Cosplaying Dead made up a hashtag called Yulin's Army. Uh, which is kind of a play on Abraham's army. Yeah. Uh, so what they do is, if they hashtag that, uh, she usually checks her Twitters and, and Instagrams oh, wow. with that hashtag. And if you say, uh, hashtag Yulin's army, we're looking for, uh, just for the sake of uh, Glenn's shirt, gray shirt that's yeah. on season five. Uh, if you're lucky, which she does a lot of this, she will tell you the name brand yeah. and... Uh, where she got it from. Yeah. Um, and well, then it's just your job from there. Once you have the name brand and the style, uh, she go, you, you know, you can go on eBay and find a lot of the stuff, a lot of this stuff um, without her being so into the cosplay community. Um, it would be very difficult to find out what are the different, uh, you know, what name brands they are and, and things like that. But uh, the cosplayers that I use for mine, I don't go and pick and choose it's not like I go and say, okay, I'm going to pick you because you're the best cosplayer of, of Beth or you're the best cosplayer of Maggie. No, that's not what I do. Um, I find the person that really finds that certain character and not only can cosplay them, but also have their, their mannerisms the same. Yeah, like uh, they embody that yeah, character. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so, for example, this last one, we have a Maggie. If you look at her, she looks just like... Lauren Conway. Yeah. Um, and the thing is that she's a she's just a normal person. She's not like your every, you know, big time cosplayer. Yeah. But she loves the show and, and I chose her because um she really made Maggie look like Maggie on, on, on not on the on the screen, but also she embodied everything that she has yeah. on the show. And she knew everything there is to know about her. Like, I asked her, because the, the parody is called Bad Blood. So, basically, it's like the first five seconds of Street Fighter. Yeah. Um, that's the, my favorite part. Round one, fight. So, you have uh, uh, you have Rick against Shane. You have uh, Beth against Dawn. Uh, I don't really have any, uh, you know, they don't really come in contact with each other. But it's just that initial i mean if you're like a, a ufc fighter if that's that first five seconds right before you're about to fight yeah. i think that's the most exciting part yeah um before they get actually the action starts so that was my idea for bad blood um and the way it came out it just i couldn't be more happy all the cosplayers did amazing they uh, did and it was i gotta say it was really next level man like because watching it because uh, Cecil sent me a leak, link, and he was like, hey, man, you ought to check this out. And I'm like, okay. So I watch it going in, not thinking anything of it, because, you know, Cecil's my boy. So he's like, watch it. And I watch it. I watch the whole damn thing, like, probably two or three times in a row. Oh, wow. I appreciate that. Yeah, because I was like, 
each time I watched it, I picked something up I didn't pick up the first time. And just the level of these people's cosplay. And there was a couple of them that maybe didn't look like the character, mm -hmm. but they embodied the character enough exactly. to where you were like, I can forgive that she doesn't look exactly like this character because she's got the character's mannerisms and the way she acts down pat. Right. So, like, you can overlook a lot of that. Right. Like, our Carol is a gender bent. Yeah. So, basically, it's uh, Josh, who is an awesome cosplayer. I mean, he plays. He, he loves Carol. He loves yeah. Melissa McBride. He's a huge fan. So he does Carol. That's basically his his cosplay. Yeah. And but literally, he has every outfit of Carol yeah. from season one all the way up to now. Wow. He even has cosplay for season six Carol that yeah. hasn't even come out yet. Like yeah. the show hasn't even premiered yet. But he found like promo, found pictures, promo and pictures and then started like putting the outfits. Together. Yeah, That's and nuts, it's just man. crazy. And and. The way that, you know, you don't have – the the main thing in cosplay is you don't have to look like the person. Yeah. You don't have – I mean, if you look like the person, it definitely it helps. helps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it helps a lot. But, I mean, you know, Umberto can be Daryl if he wants to be. <laughs> he can be, you know. It, 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 there's nothing wrong yeah. with that. If he, if he puts on the wings and he flies, yeah. he's good to go. You well, know, it, awesome. if you love it, you just do it. And, and – and, um, you know, I'm really close to the cosplayers, and I, I love working with them. Whether that be a parody video or, or uh, you know, a photo shoot, I like to make their character come to life because they put so much work into making their character and being as close it is to the show. Um, if I can put it into film or into a parody video and put some action to it, uh, they 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 love it, and I I, I try my hardest to make sure that. Um, you know, w I make it as cinematic as possible because it gives their chance to see their hard work come Pay to off. Come to yeah. fruition. Yeah, definitely. And I think for cosplayers, that's like a big, big thing. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And and you know, it, it, a picture is one thing, but with parody videos, I, you know, sometimes I think you know I'm gonna make a parody video, and parody is it, sometimes they you know people think parody as funny. Um, I see parody as uh, an honor. Uh, we're we're on like for example, Bad Blood. It's not the most funniest video, but you know I try to throw in a little comedy in there. Um, but I wanted it to be a cinematic, a completely different style than than the other parody. And that's videos. what I liked about the video. It was super cinematic. Like if you were watching it and you didn't see like the logos and stuff in front, you would think it was a legit like music video. Like they could be playing on MTV because right. just the way the cuts are and everything, it looked good. The way the the graphics and everything showed up on the uh, um, uh, showed up on the screen. Because I'm one of those people. Because you know. With the happy hour, we do videos, we do Twitch streams and things like that, and talent recognizes talent, and as soon as I saw it, I was like, this guy's talented as shit. Like, <laughs> to you. put something like that together from, because that's what people don't understand. Like, you filmed it, you probably got hours of footage, and once you get that raw footage, now you've got to edit it and overlay and put the music oh, in and put the, put the graphics in and the titles. Texture. Filter. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Like the film in it is probably the easiest part. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's all the other stuff that that's the hard part. Absolutely. If you think if anybody's ever played Tetris, those la when when you're like in level 200 and it's going like 200 miles an hour and you only you're like have like a, a millimeter left. That's what my final cut screen looks like. Yeah. Like literally it's piled up all the way to the top and you're like struggling to get that one line yeah. to, to make some room. Um, and that and that's editing is, is definitely the big part. 
You know, uh, for Bad Blood, it was probably my biggest cast that I've ever had. Yeah, because that cast was massive. Yeah. Because, I mean, you had all the cosplayers, and you had all the zombies. Zombies and, like, and cosplayers. I thought I counted, like, 20-some-odd people was, uh, in that It was video. 20. I believe it was 24. Wow. 24. And yeah. our, uh, our Daryl, we didn't have a Daryl coming in. We had a makeup artist that we converted to Daryl. Oh, wow. Literally at the location... Yeah, we somebody drew the drew the wings, right? And uh, Cecil had a, a vest that fit our cosplayer, and it and just threw and it wig, together on the spot. Wow. A, <laughs> the guy's wig was a Carl wig. Wow! And <laughs> it's kind of funny. We kind of worked with it and it made it work. But, well, you know, I would have ne- if you hadn't told me that story, I would have never known because I thought that guy was like that was his gig, like Cecil's gig <laughs> is going as you know. He goes as, you know, Rick Grimes everywhere. That's like his shtick. And I figured that that, that was just this guy's shtick. He goes as Daryl everywhere because it was a pretty spot-on Daryl. So, yeah. I mean, to say you were like, hey, uh, hey, makeup guy, you, you, yeah, you look about right. Let's do – you yeah, know, that's, yeah. that's fucking impressive. That, that goes to show the, the level of cosplayers that we had there because they, they literally said, okay, we have one guy here that can possibly be Daryl. There was really no other option other than me, and I I could only be Martinez because yeah. I'm Mexican. Of course, everybody says I have to be Martinez. So you can be Rick Grimes. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> sure. Um, I don't know. When you're standing next to Cecil, I don't think you want to play that game. <laughs> I think you'd be like, you know what? I'm good. That's why I love Cecil. Whenever I'm around him, because like you said, you know, they embody these characters. Whenever I'm with Cecil, I'm like, I'm okay. Like he's gonna take care of me. I'm gonna be all right. Like I, I almost feel like the, his son, you know, Carl. Like I'm like I could be a complete utter fuck up, but Cecil's here. He's gonna watch out of me. I'll be all right. So yeah, and, and you know that's to be able to to build. People uh, like to use build as as their term for for each cos you know outfit that they decide. You know, this right. is my build. Um, to build a Daryl out of nowhere and then to have it actually look good. Because we even had some promo shots where it was covering the Entertainment Weekly shoot that we did, which was the ass grab from Daryl and Rick, yeah. and then Carol looking over the shoulder. Um, and we, we redid that, uh, kind of reenacted it, and um, it looked very, very good. And that just goes to show the, the cosplaying that, that was involved in that video. It just made my job a lot easier than, you know, than it would have been if – if these people didn't come together and do an amazing job that they did. Well, sure. you, you had a very talented cast, so I think that that yeah. always makes your life a lot easier. Oh, definitely. It, it, you know, when they when they when I say action and they do that and you know, I I can say, you know, this is what I want you to do, but how they do it is, is the the biggest part. Um and I think the 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 behind the scenes is going to be the comedic side for sure because there was a lot of great oh are you gonna do like a blooper reel oh yeah i for all my videos i do a behind the scenes shoot um or blooper type of thing yeah so we got a lot of crazy stuff that just yeah that just didn't even i couldn't put it in the video but i'm thinking you know i'm gonna leave the cinematic cool well, it's like a video. companion piece at that point. Yeah. You know, it's like something that goes along with it. So if it's like, well, if you really dig this one, check out this other video I did, which always is good because, trust me, we do it all the time with Happy Hour. It's like we call it making a, a chicken salad out of chicken shit. Like we'll have something where we're like, man, we did this episode and we don't know how it sounds and the audio might not have been that great. Well, let's see what we can do with it and we'll, you know, polish it up and, you know, you polish <laughs> yeah. the turd gold and you're like, all right, that'll actually work. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so just, just, you know, shine it up and make it look good. Even, you know, uh, 
the one thing that I wanted to you know bring up is that you know at Lakeland Zombie Fest we're gonna have a cosplay contest and um, I want to make sure that we we make it bigger the biggest we can make it and and you know have the the best cosplayers that we could possibly have and 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 you know sh showcase the 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 amount of talent that is local because everybody in that shoot the bad blood shoot is local whether it be melbourne orlando yeah. some of them are for lakeland but you know um, a year ago i was struggling trying to find cosplayers yeah. in our area um and now i mean i could do another walking dead video shoot tomorrow and people would be so down to do it yeah. um so I want to bring that out and bring that you know that attention out to to Lakeland Zombie Fest because we really want to make have a cool and awesome uh, turnout for for cosplayers there because I've seen I've been to plenty of conventions and and I go to conventions that are not Walking Dead or horror related yeah. and anybody that is the Walking Dead cosplayers are getting hounded yeah just destroyed there and you'll have Superman walking by Batman walking by you know just walking freely but if you have a Walking Dead cosplay yeah pictures everywhere 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 so it, it, people love it so it, it's something that I definitely want to you know make it uh, a big deal at Zombie Fest for sure as well well that that sounds awesome and I know people are going to definitely want to come out to that and they're going to want to make sure and come out to Lakeland Zombie Fest. Uh how do they find you on Facebook and on all the social uh, media? I don't have a Facebook. I have a like page. Uh it's Romero Films. Uh and that's Romero Films on across the board, Instagram and Twitter. Um and uh and YouTube. It's all if you just search Romero Films, you can find me um pretty pretty easily. Um, so just go, you know, support, watch the videos. If you like them, share them. Share them is like the biggest thing that anybody can do. Yes. Um, especially if you have a, a, an actual Facebook account. See, uh, you know, a like page is, is great, but not everybody sees your your pay, your, your no, post. No, it's really weird. Like the algorithms are the awful. Business pages, like they really throttle you back yeah. on like what people can see because Facebook has gotten to the point now where they they I understand it's a business they want money but it's like you've got to pay money so more people can see what right. you're doing and once you hit a certain level it's like you almost cannot get any bigger unless you give Facebook some money and we we've hit that problem a couple times with with our page that's why I do so much from like my personal page because I'm almost at the cap because cap's 5000 for a personal page. And the reason I'm not switching it to a celebrity page is if I do that, then I'm going to hit the same problem right. that happens with the business pages. If I do, you know, podcast celebrity page, yes, I can go past the 5000 but then they throttle back who can see all my stuff. So I'm just going to keep it what I've got. Yeah, you'd rather yeah. see – you'd rather 5,000 people see your every post that you post. As opposed exactly. to having ten thousand friends and, and only three thousand, three thousand see it, and that's kind of my yeah, 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 and it, and that's the thing. Like Facebook's really gotten weird about that lately, and it didn't. It was not this bad six months ago, a year ago. It's been within the past six months I've really started noticing it because yeah. our page. Our, our happy hour page has really grown. We, we're getting a lot more likes, and it, it's thanks to you, the fans, and sharing it and all the people around us and, and guys like you guys that have been sharing our stuff. Um, so we've been growing as a podcast, and now we can say we're the number one podcast in Polk County, which is awesome. Um, but it's really just – it's kind of hurt us. So now we're having to use our personal pages a lot more to promote this stuff. And I tell people all the time, I'm like, look, 
you know, yes, it is my personal page. I put my personal things on there, but it's also a celebrity page because I've got to put the happy hour stuff on there. Because if not, we're not not as many people see it. So well, also, you're a celebrity, so you know. No, that's true. You, you got to deal with the five thousand friends. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which, trust me. You, you know how many birthday things I got to do every day? <laughs> like literally every day, it's like thirty happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday. Like literally, it takes me probably the first twenty minutes every morning, which is roughly how long my morning poo takes. So just, yeah. just sending everybody happy birthday. So if you got a happy birthday from Deuce, probably came from me on the shitter. Just saying. While so, you were deucing. While I was deucing. So a horrible joke. Yeah, while I was, was deucing, yeah, <laughs> deucing to your happy birthday message. So yeah, it was weird. Like you said earlier, when uh, Walking Dead came out, you had you know friends that called you. I think I lost friends when Walking Dead came out. I don't really? know what that says about me. I don't. Know. I don't know, man. They don't I, like, need videographers. My phone started ringing. It was like people I hadn't heard from in three or four years, and they were like, "Deuce, what's going on, man? I haven't seen you in a while." I'm like. Still living in the same place. I haven't moved, man. I haven't gone anywhere. And then I started putting all the pieces together. I'm like, I've seen what happened. Everybody saw Daryl, and it's like, we need that one redneck friend. Because yeah. everybody needs that one redneck friend that knows how to fix a truck, knows how to hunt, knows how to fish. Like, that one guy becomes pretty valuable in a zombie apocalypse situation. I think people are like, <laughs> oh, shit, man, we better get back a hold of Deuce. Like, that's a good guy to have around in case shit hits a fan. For sure. Uh, I have a compound bow that I use on occasion. I don't have a, 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 a crossbow just because I like the compound bow better than the crossbow. Can you can you skin a buck or run a trot line? I can do both. Excellent. Because Man. a country boy can survive. <laughs> You're on the team, sir. Yes, 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 I am. You heard it here, folks. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it, it's funny the things you can do that you don't. You know, you don't even think of them as that important, but like you get, like we talked about in our last episode about the zombie survival and preparedness, like some of these skills that like I learned from Boy Scouts, like tying knots. And when I was a boat captain, like some of the things I learned from just doing that, it's like you can really put those skills into use once you start getting a situation like that. Like being able to have an actual boat captain in your crew, I think is pretty good because at some point you're going to, you're going to need a boat. And especially if it's, you know, you don't have power and you got to sail it, you need somebody that knows how to sail. So, yeah, for sure. Um, I just want to kind of touch base back on on the Facebook and, and the shares. Um, you know, sharing is... Sharing's caring. Sharing is caring. It's <laughs> huge. It makes a big difference. I mean, one person sharing one post, uh, you know, even if that person has 300 followers or 300 uh, friends... It makes a big, big difference. So whether that whether it be a Roma Row Films project or a Lakeland Zombie Fest project, you know, share it. It only takes a couple seconds, yeah. um, and especially with 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 like the fan pages or the like pages, uh, not everybody sees it. So if you just share one thing, uh, it makes a world of a difference as far as the reach goes and and how far uh, a specific post will go. Because a lot of thought is is gone into every single post that we put out there. Um, whether it be just you know specific information or a new video or, or anything like that, um, that makes a, b- a big difference. So definitely share it and and uh, you know give your opinion on it. You know, um, and so get feedback because that's, that's another thing yeah. that actually increases how many people see it is when you add feedback. Because uh, you're you're totally preaching to the choir here, brother. Because mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many <laughs> times, and I, I'm going to be interested to see if Johnny actually lets us make air or not. But how many times we've interviewed people put the episode out and they never share it and i'm like well what the fuck 
Like, like you wasted my time and your time at this point because, yes, we put out the episode, and, yes, all of our fans get to hear it, but there's some people that may not know about our show that are fans of you. Why wouldn't you want to share something that is promoting you? Like, that's a no-brainer to me, you know? Yeah. And it's like – and then they don't share at all, and you're like, dude, like, really? Like, you know, especially when you put the time and effort in. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> as Andrew's doing Thank right you. now, Thank the you straight for the up, like, uh, the, the uh, Johnny Cash – middle finger sign, you know, because it's the truth. It's like, you know, you, you put all the time and the effort into a project, you do the project and it's, it's your baby. Cause that's Absolutely. how we treat this. This is totally our baby. So like we created it, we did all the marketing, we did all the financing, like every piece of this it, of happy hour, with Johnny and deuce is Johnny and deuce. Like a part of our soul was in this thing. So mm -hmm. like when we put it out there and we try to help other people and then they don't share, you're like, it's almost insulting in, in, in some ways because you're like, man, like, I, I thought we were cool, brother. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. it, it's one of those weird things that you run into and people will – and sometimes I write it off for some people because they're older and I'm like, oh, okay, well, they're older. They don't understand how all this stuff works. But sometimes we'll have younger people that are on here and I'm like – I know you got to know how Facebook and Twitter works. Like, I, I know, you know, you're on your phone all the time. Like, I, I know you know how this shit works, right? Like, <laughs> you know, it's not like it's some 50-year-old guy that doesn't know anything about Facebook, doesn't even have a Facebook page. I'm like, you're on Facebook every day. I know that you know how this shit works. So yeah, you just posted your breakfast this morning. I know you yeah, know how you, to do yeah, this. Yeah, you Instagrammed, you know, blessed and, like, had a picture <laughs> of you on a boat. Like, you can't fucking uh, – <laughs> Don't get me started. That's a whole other soapbox oh, I don't want to get on. But uh, but uh, speaking of things we want to get on, we definitely want to get on to Walking Dead because we yes. want to talk about that. I want to talk about Fear the Walking Dead. So we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with more Happy Hour and Johnny and Deuce. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Main, Main Street, Street Comics and, and Memorabilia. Deuce, we know our fans love comics, T-shirts, collectibles, Magic the Gathering, statues, Memorabilia, of course, your main stop is Bartow, Florida, Main Street Comics and Memorabilia. And Deuce, what do they get if they mention the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce name? If you mention the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce, you get 15% off your total purchase price. So go and see them, and don't forget to tell them that the Happy, Happy Hour with, with Johnny and Deuce sent you. So we're back with Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce, and I wanted to ask you guys one thing before we jump into Walking Dead, because I know Walking Dead is going to be huge. Have any of you watched the new show yet, The Fear of the Walking Dead? I watched it. This is Romy again. Okay. I definitely watched it. Thoughts? Um, I loved it. I thought it was it was different from the actual, the regular, you know, regular Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. Um, I love the pacing. I love that it's going very slow. I don't want it to, s to go fast. Yeah. I want it to be slow. I want it to take its time because we've had five seasons of The Walking Dead. Yeah. Um. Uh, and every single season, we every and everybody's back of the mind is like, okay, so how did all this happen? Yeah, I don't want to find out in two episodes and then the shit hits the fan <laughs> right away. Yeah. I want to find out slowly. Now, if crazy stuff does happen in the next couple episodes, great. But I, w I'm not the biggest zombie person in the world. Like zombies aren't like I like zombies, but it's not like oh my god, I love zombies. Because I remember like when I was young, I was 18. I had a group of friends I role played with, and they were actually in their 30s, so they grew up on like. The George A. Romano, like Dawn of the Dead, uh, the original kind of zombie movies. And they were like, yeah, the Godfather of Zombies. And they're like, douche, you really need to watch these. And I watched them and I'm like, they're all right. Like, I wasn't upset that I watched them, but I wasn't like, these are the greatest movies of all time. Like, they put them up at. 
But when Walking Dead started, knowing that it was a comic book, I was like, and knowing that the pedigree of the people that were putting together, like Robert Kirkland and, and everybody else, and it was on AMC, which in my opinion is batted a thousand on TV shows, everything from, you know, uh, Mad Men, Breaking Bad, like they, they have such a great caliber of shows. I'm like, I'm going to give this a shot and see what happens. And I'm not going to lie. As soon as Daryl showed up, I was hooked because I'm like, dude, that's Polk County. That's like Polk County with a vest right there. Like, so I'm like, I got to watch this. So, but like you, I fell in love with the characters and like there were scenes or seasons where, especially like in the farm and stuff right. where people are like, this is dragging. We're not seeing zombies. And I'm like, really? Like there's some great storytelling going on here. Who the fuck oh, cares man. if you didn't see a zombie for three episodes? Like there's some good like character development. And I think. Sometimes zombie fans are more worried about like the zombies and want to see the zombie kills than actually the characters in the story. And me, I watch the show for the characters in the story, and I think that's why I haven't jumped on the Fear the Walking Dead bandwagon yet because I, I haven't watched it to be honest with you. My DVR is super full because on Sunday nights, you know, I got Ballers. Uh, I just got done with True Detective. Like I watch a lot of TV, so adding a new show. That's that's a time commitment, and I don't have a ton of time between podcasts, video games, everything else. So I was like, man, do I really want to, like, <laughs> we put the time into it? You know what I mean? Because, I mean, it's like, do I want to make that commitment? And I'm almost kind of sitting on the fence and thinking, well, I may wait till like, the first season's over and then, like, binge watch it. Like, get on Netflix and just do it that way so that I could bust it out in a weekend or something. The problem is that, like, like you mentioned before, is that you do have 500 people on your facebook and oh it, walking it's dead all, is like horrible a, yeah. with spoilers yeah. on facebook yeah well i already stuff has been spoiled and some of it's my own fault because like they they put up like one of the websites i love is io9 and they do a lot of like kind of like sci-fi kind of stuff but walking dead's like one of their big things so they do reviews of every episode so i've been reading them because i'm like okay well let me see what the story's like let me see if this is something i'd even be interested in and i'm reading it i'm like this is okay. Like, it's nothing that's making me go, oh, my God, I got to watch it this Sunday. But it, you know, my only fear is that we're going to at some point get, like, zombie overload. You know what I mean? Especially if they're doing this show and doing The Walking Dead. Like, when is it going to be where – because, I mean, if you take this show and then The Walking Dead because you know how they do the split season, you've got some form of The Walking Dead almost on every month. So, I, you know, that's the only thing that scares me. Oh. Yeah, but, like, everybody I know that has watched it, they're like, dude, get through, like, the first two episodes and you'll be hooked. Like, See, trust me, like, it's really good. Episode six is, like, my uh, amazing Z really? Nation episode. Yeah. It's like, I, I don't remember, I think it's episode six. Basically, when they, they, get, they go to some camp, um, literally, one of my favorites. No, they're at a uh, you some kind spoil of camp. It for me, guys. Like you could talk about. They're, it. Don't, they're at don't, a they're at a camp, and um, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't like to spoil anything. But they they, they find they find some refugee camp, yeah, yeah, and literally that feels like a full blown zombie movie yeah. on its own. And Z Nation brings it. Like their zombies are awesome. Yeah, yeah it's a little campy every yeah. now and then. But then you have to go in expecting that for Z yeah. Nation for sure. If you go in try and expect. Uh, you know, Walking Dead, serious drama stuff. No, don't do work. that. Yeah, you this can't is more like the poppy kind of zombies. Yeah. yeah. And the zombie deaths on there are fantastic. Are they? Yes. Well, see, zombies yeah. on Rebel. Yeah. The only war where I was lost a little bit, and, and I'm saying that when I looked at it, I was like, okay, I'm just, I'm just going to shut my eyes off and just let it pass, is the baby scene when they have the little infant baby running around. Uh, 
Yeah, oh, you, you they had a zombie baby. That was a creepy. One. Yeah, yeah, oh, to kind of skip that one. I kind of t- and they took out a really popular. I thought a character that was gonna be like make it, it to the yeah. end or whatever. And he was gone right away. I was like, okay, they're, they they'll yeah. just they'll yeah. just go with whatever they want to well, do. I, anything. They I want. guess my thing when I saw it is it's it's made by the asylum, which I don't know if you know them, but they're the people who make like zombie Sharknado. or yeah Sharknado, and then they do uh one. It was actually some of my friends were in it because they actually filmed it in Haines City. It was Mega Python versus Gatoroid, <laughs> and like some of my friends are actually in it. it. Yeah, and like yeah, and you know you think of it and you're like dude mega python versus gatoroid by the way if you have not watched it, it that is a deuce pick go watch mega python versus gatoroid it's hilarious like it's just a fun movie like it's a good like buy a 12 pack of beer have some pizza like, just pop like it in now. yeah pop it in you know drink a couple beers and just laugh because i mean it's just it's not scary it's it's kind of funny and how che- almost like the sharknados are like they're yeah, so yeah, cheesy sure. that they're 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 just so cheesy it's good you know what i mean so that's kind of the way i went into to z nation when i saw the commercials i was like all right if i sit down and watch this show i gotta know that there's a heavy layer of cheese you gotta turn on this yeah yeah yeah, definitely you gotta turn turn off the the filters and just go with it oh yeah if you do that you will actually will enjoy the show it's actually really good yeah um another point i wanted to make about about fear the walking dead is um it, it is the pilot uh, when The Walking Dead came out, uh, they had an, an incredible pilot. But nobody really thought, nobody realized how incredible that pilot was until maybe season three yeah. because of the story that made that pilot amazing. So what I'm excited about is to see if they can duplicate the same thing with fear. Um, the story that's coming after this pilot, is it going to make the fear pilot amazing? Yeah. And that's what, I, that's what excites me because... Um, you know, in the Walking Dead pilot, it didn't give away a lot. No. It just kind of started things up. There wasn't a lot of zombies in it. There was a badass bicycle zombie. Yeah. And then you had the zombie in front of the Morgan's house. Yeah. And then, you know, the zombies outside. But really, there wasn't like an all-star zombie other than no. bicycle zombie. Um, so that's what excites me about Fear is that their their pilot, which was an hour and a half, you know, oh, wow. after commercials. Um, uh you know, I think that they, they, they touched in on things. And I think there's I think there's a lot of Easter egg clues in there that people are not going to pick up or understand until they binge watch it after the season's over, after they've watched every single episode, and then they come back and watch it again. They're going to see, see the pilot and how good it actually was. Well, see, I think that the pilot, and this is, like I said, I haven't seen it just from reading. I think they already explained how the zombie apocalypse happened because the two kids are in the church. They're doing the drugs. He passes out, he wakes back up, and the other one's a zombie. I think she OD'd, and then because the virus was already in her, that's what turned her into a zombie. Mm-hmm. So that means everybody has been infected with this, whatever it is, for a long time. So then it makes you think, was it airborne? Was it in the water supply? Like, yeah. how did this well, there's get a, out? There's a scene where there's a high school kid that, that, that says you know some facts. Yeah. And uh, I think in that scene as well, it's kind of indicating that uh, things are already rolling. Yeah. Um, and then there's actions that the the doctors in, in a hospital scene that happens later on in that episode. Uh, there's some panicking involved that normally wouldn't be involved 
if you have somebody just passing away or dying. Yeah. They they're kind of over panicking, so it kind of looks like they're they're up to something or something's going on. Or they know something yeah. that maybe like maybe they were a part of the team that helped it, or right. maybe they had inside knowledge. Or they or something. received some kind of memo from the CDC. Hey, something's not something's, right. Yeah. Be on the lookout if somebody dies. And then somebody the comes back to yeah. life. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that that those little Easter egg type of things that was put into the pilot is what what makes the only thing is my only complaint for the pilot was the and you haven't seen it yet. Yeah. So I don't know how you are with spoilers. No, or anything. Go ahead. Okay. Spoil away, man, because like I said, I've read full reviews of the show. Okay. I just haven't sat down. Um, and, the like, first reveal it. to the two main characters there's two main characters, and then there's their son. Yeah. Their son seems to be the new Daryl, because yeah. everybody's like, if this guy dies, we riot. Oh, really? Apparently, this guy is like the new Johnny Depp. Oh, So, okay. I guess, whatever. I don't, I mean, I see, I can see how they kind of, they, they're Draw comparing, the they're comparing him to the Johnny Depp of, of Nightmare, Nightmare on Elm Street. Street. Yeah. yeah. Um, but basically, there's a scene where they first see a zombie. Yeah. And their reaction is very non-fearing. Yeah, so like, I'm I'm trying to I'm place? trying to figure out as to why they're not scared because literally if you see what they saw, you would be freaking out like how yeah. the heroin addict freaked out the first yeah. time he saw the first time he saw it in the church yeah. he ran like crazy yeah and you would think that these people would do something more than just be like oh, was something's going on something's yeah. not right I don't just I wouldn't just stand there and watch this zombie on the floor yeah, yeah I'd be like getting the fuck out of there. So that was my only complaint about the pilot. The, uh, yeah, their expressions were not. I mean, the the title of the show is called "Fear the Walking Dead." Yeah. You you know, because it's the first time all of these people are experiencing zombies for the first time. They have to fear them. There is not going to be anybody out there that's that's going to be so tough that is going to be. Yeah, it's just a walker. No big deal. Yeah. I mean, even your hardest person, even the person that is like. You know, I I can shoot anything, blah blah blah. You know, your first instinct's not going to be to shoot them in the head. You don't know yeah. that. You don't even know that yeah. y- they're dead. Yeah. They're walking. And I don't know how they're doing it, but I know in, in the world itself, there is probably more zombies. Yeah, because that was the the yeah, thing I world. I always thought because they've never put a president. Precedent is like: Had there been zombie comic books? Has there been like the Call of Duty zombies? Had there been zombie video games, movies? Like, is it something that exists in this world? Because you know, that's why Scream was one of my favorite movies. Because it was like, wow, this is a movie in a world where they've seen horror movies and yeah. they know what the troops are, so they know like what to do and what not to do. But when you put them in a world where we don't even know what a zombie is, and yeah, that changes the whole outlook on things. But like you said, you know. With that kind of walker, if you will, walking around, people would be like, "What the fuck?" Like, yeah. you know. I mean, you go from you either have a really surprised reaction or you have you show fear, and I think that if your life is at risk, you don't really have time to be surprised. You show fear right away. You yeah, react. and then you run. Or um, I think I saw on an article. I'm pretty pretty confident that it was either Robert Kirkman or um, uh, the original director from season one. I'm forgetting his name. Yeah. Um, they said that it's for a fact that in the Walking Dead world, they don't know what a zombie is. Yeah. It's not part of that world. That's why they're not called zombies on the show. They're called walkers or biters yeah. or, or or anything of that sense. So they – Romer, not yet. That's a good one. We should save that one. Okay, yeah. 
So if you if you think like us, if 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 a guy walks in here, we're not gonna think he's a zombie. If if we've never heard of a zombie before, so we would. Yeah. Who knows how we would react? I would probably throw Inverto in front of me for sure. And then I'm putting the security guy in front of me. He showed me his gun earlier. I'm be like, bitch, you deal no, with that. No, you want to take him with us and throw Inverto in the front so they have something uh, to work oh, with. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Look at this. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Use enough time to run away. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, I didn't even think about that. And that's that's the thing. I think it's. I was just thinking, like, let the security guy deal with him. He could crawl McGather ass yeah, off. Because then we got to drag Umberto with us yeah. the whole way to Canada. Well, I got a truck. We can put him in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you want, like, a prequel show, you need to slowly build to that. Because if it had been, like, first episode, there's zombies everywhere. It's like, okay, well, now this is just The Walking Dead Part 2 with a different cast. Yeah. And why should we care? I think the care factor on the show, and I think the interest for people – is trying to figure out, okay, how did the zombie apocalypse happen? Like, how how did things get as bad as they are when, you know, Rick Grimes wakes up in the first episode of season one because things had gone to absolute shit while he was in that coma. Yeah. And this is going to fill in those gaps of how do we go from a society where maybe there's a handful of zombies running right. around to, like, half the population is, is a gone already. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the first episode of The Walking Dead, the, the original one, you know how when they put the spikes for the trucks, the bad guys, and they hit the spike in the truck, the person that, that shot Rick that made him go into a coma? I'm curious to see if they got headshots or not. No, they didn't. I know they got shot in the chest. I, I watched that episode just a couple days ago, and uh, the guys that came out of the car, that was tumbling out of the car, mm-hmm. one of them took a chest shot. Um, I didn't, they didn't show a headshot. Yeah, yeah, because if this if the zombie apocalypse already, like, the, the virus was already free, then... These guys would have already been, they would have become zombies yeah. after they had died from their injuries. Yeah. So I'm wondering, I'm wondering, I'm wondering how that, how that plays out. It kind of, it would kind of give a better timeline as well. Um, Cause yeah, they would have turned. Yeah. Living a minute. The, in the world of the walking dead, you turn into a zombie in what? Hours? Maybe? Well, no, cause when Shane, when Shane died, uh, he was like, it was like a couple minutes. I guess, it'll, yeah, Solomon's but like longer. I thought that's what he said in when they were in the CDC and he was talking to him because he said every every person had a different amount of time. Like he right. said, some it was like pretty quick, some it took like a day, some it took you know a couple hours. So I think there was a broad time right. frame. Which, as a as a writer, that's what I would do. I would paint the brush as broad as possible. So then. I could do it however I wanted. Right. Exactly, because think about Shane. You wanted him to turn quick because you wanted that drama of yeah of Carl shooting him, you know. So you want that flexibility. And as a writer, I wouldn't be like, okay, they turn in an hour because, fuck, now I'm stuck it. I have to wait an hour before they turn. You know what I mean? You might want to throw a spoiler alert uh, annotation at the beginning of this podcast. Oh, yeah. For sure, yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely do that. We're definitely going to uh, entitle this probably our walking – Dead episode. Um, yeah, Umberto dies at the end, by the way. This <laughs> podcast. At the pi- end of the podcast. Oh, wow. Uh, Too much pizza. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, let's get back to the actual Walking Dead because it's going to be coming back. I'm actually excited because it comes back the week before Lakeland Zombie Fest, which I think is going to be really cool. Uh, is there anything you're really looking forward to in the new season? or Like, what do you want to see in this new season? I want to start seeing the wolves and, 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 and more explanations.
information as to what is involved in their group and what they. You mean the ones that are putting the yeah. W's on people's yeah. foreheads? Yeah. Okay. And, and what they're going to bring to the Walking Dead live action as, as opposed to the comic book. Right. Um, with Negan and, and. I don't read the comics, yeah. so I, yeah. I stay so as far away spoiler. from it as possible. Yeah. And what they've been doing lately is they've been picking and choosing what they're going to add from the comic book. Yeah. But they, they, they keep true to the comic books in some things and in some other things. They don't. They don't. Right. So it's interesting. It's going to be interesting to see what they do now that um, that all of this is bringing, you know, being brought to the table and yeah. forward to. Well, and see, and that's a funny thing that you mentioned the comic books. A good friend of mine, uh, Corey, lent me all of his Walking Dead trades, and he had them all from the first trade paperback all the way to, like, number 15. So I watch, I read all the way up until I think we're at season three or four at that time. No, it had been about beginning of season four because they were in the prison. Um, and they had met the governor, but he hadn't come back and attacked the prison yet. And I stopped because I said, you know what? This is confusing me because, like, I'm reading the comic book and I'm watching the show. And I could I was having a hard time remembering – was that something I saw in the show or is that something I read in the comic and it was fucking me up? So right. I said, you know what? Hold these. When the show's over with, I'm going to read all these because they're, they're a great read. If you're a comic book fan, go see our friends at Main Street Comics and Memorabilia and Bartow. Shameless plug for you there, John. Um, so you can go and get some of these trade paperbacks because he's got them all there. Um, and definitely pick up and read them. I'm just... I get confused real easy, so I'm just like, you know what, I'm just going to wait because I'm going to either spoil something for myself right. or I'm not going to remember it correctly. So yeah, I just kind of I think that with the comics, uh, you're definitely, if you don't care about the show and, and being somewhat spoiled, uh, then, you know, read the comics. Yeah. If you do value the, 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 quality, the show and what it's going to give you, um, like me, I, I, I chose to not even touch the comics until the show officially is over uh, because there's just so many things like when they got to alexandria people were saying well i hope this happens or i hope this happens or or daryl's ruining the, sh the show because he's, he's not, not part even of the in comic. the comic I'm yeah. like, I, and, and i tell them well daryl is not in the comics daryl is in the show and right. it's the yeah. show um and uh so they knew that alexandria was coming they knew that the wolves are coming um, you know, certain things that happen. See, I didn't and even I know like they were called the away. wolves. I like to stay so, away from that. Yeah. I didn't know that till now, till uh, Umbrella spoiled that, spoiled that for me. Well, Appreciate that. Spoiler. Order. Yeah, before, before <laughs> we get into that, I do want to ask one question since you mentioned Daryl. Do you think the show will ever kill Daryl? Hmm. I don't think. I, I don't think that they'll get rid of somebody that um, is a magnet to the show. Anything that's attracting so many people to the show because you got several people on the show right now that and he's he's probably one of the, the main ones yeah and Rick absolutely it's one of the ones that people actually sit down to watch that show is because of him yeah so you, you why would you take the golden goose out of your yeah i mean yeah it's stupid why get rid of your your best thing it'd be like in, in pro football if you've got an amazing quarterback why sit him for a second string guy when you've got this you know number one talented quarterback on your team you wouldn't yeah. do that um i just Robert Kirkman keeps saying, you know, no characters safe, no characters safe. And I'm like, he keeps saying that, but I don't believe it. Because I think certain characters are safe. Like, I think Rick's safe. I think Daryl's safe. But then again, I thought Beth was safe. Like, I thought she would make it all the way no, pretty I far. I about Beth as soon as they, they were kind of – anytime you see a character be put to the side and the story starts to kind of, like, go some 
focus somewhere else, it's like, okay, something's about to happen to this yeah. person, you know? Yeah. Um, what I can see is maybe, it, you never know, they can take a person or an actor and make them go away. They didn't say yeah. that he died, but it, he can go away. And yeah. That's been done before where you take somebody and just kind of remove them off the show and yeah. something happened. He went another way or something. Yeah, like or like the group got split up yeah, and he that went. Happened, yeah. That happened in season one where the and Hispanic you know, guy, I can't remember his yeah, name, yeah. he and just he went away up again, never came But back. they left it open. Yeah. So the option's open for any time for this guy to come back. Yeah. Just like uh, the, what's the Hispanic guy that ran the... Uh, that ran the, 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 the senior citizen asylum. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he was like, yeah. I'll help you guys out, but yeah. you got to help Hector. No, those, medicine those guys or whatever. are gone. Hector, they're gone? Yeah, they're dead. They're dead. So? <laughs> yeah, uh, they're dead. Because the <laughs> city got overrun and whatnot. Well, I... Um, I'm thinking the old people are going to die at some point and then come back as zombies, and that's what would end up killing them. Because, I mean, yeah. they're old. They're going to die at some point because of old age or whatever. So I was at a, I was at a convention, and I was getting a uh, signature... Of Greg Nicotero, yeah, and I had a poster, and I just picked one out, and he said, "Oh, these, these, you know, the guy he's chewing on, those are the Hispan, the the vatos from the, from the, uh, from the thing." And he's like, "We did all the makeup and everything, and it just never made it to the show. It was, it made it up on the cutting board." Oh, that was one of the. Um, yep. Behind this, they showed parts of clips that never were shown. Or right. Show. Yeah. And I remember. And he goes, that, yeah. "I'm like, are you serious? The the vatos are gone. Yeah, they're dead." <laughs> So I got it from the, the Greg Nicotero, and he's yeah. a pretty good uh, hmm. person to get that information. From yeah, him, so. I mean, when it comes to The Walking Dead, yeah, yeah. Greg you Nicotero's got to go. You gave me a I gave you one back, buddy. Well, they were really cool. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, those were interesting characters. And I was like, man, I wish they would go along with Rick and them because I'm not going to lie. Until they added Michonne, like – there wasn't a whole lot of ethnicity in The Walking Dead. It was like the walking white people. So it was like, come on, man. Well. That's the same thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like, And then they had T-Dog, who hardly said anything. It was almost a caricature, if you will. So I was like, come on, yeah. man. Like, you need to add it up. And now they've added, uh, and I forget his name, which makes me a horrible person, the guy with the hammer who I really like. Tyrese. Um, Tyrese. I really like Tyrese. He's gone. And he's gone. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Like, when Michonne started getting popular, I'm like, T-Dog's going to go. Like, <laughs> they've, they've got a one minority quotient over there, <laughs> and it's like, we got two. We got to get rid of one. Yeah. So, you know, and I was like, this is a bullshit, man, because think about it. Like, if a zombie apocalypse went down, it would be everybody together. But that show runs way white for some reason. And I still haven't figured that out yet. <laughs> because, you know, the the, the what, what is the, the correct word to use? Minorities, I guess you could say. Yeah. Uh, we just don't know how to survive, pretty much. <laughs> all the Hispanics die. All the black people I mean, die. I, I'm thinking I'm, I'm Latino. I, I'm from Puerto Rico. But my Mexican peeps, I mean – Right here. If they can make it, you know, if the immigrants can make it over <laughs> here through all the stuff that they got to go yeah. through, I would think that down there, what would be, what, you know how they do the, the Walking Dead in, or the Fear the, of the Walking Dead in, in L.A.? Oh, yeah. What's happening in Mexico, man? Yeah. <laughs> They're locking it down, man. Like the cocaine cartels are sitting there with the AKs like, we got enough coke and uh, money here that we'll, we'll be all right. We're going to yeah. figure this shit out. We got so. enough material to do uh, a fear something in every State. Imagine one yeah. in Russia. <laughs> oh, man. No, it'd just be Putin running the show is all it is. It's Putin and all of his hoes in the military, like, locked down in a compound. And that 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 would be an interesting show, but I think that's only for HBO. Like, I don't think they could put or that on Cinemax. Yeah. Cinemax, I think. Definitely. But it's interesting to find out about what they're going to do with the whole plane thing. 
Yeah. They talk about that, but you know, I, it's going to be a st- I think from what I saw, it's going to be like a standalone thing. Standalone. It's not part of the. I mean, it, it's it's connected to Fear, but it's not going to be like an episode of Fear the Walking Dead or anything. Well, what, what they what? said is they're going to show like a like during the commercial breaks of the Walking Dead. They're going to show like two minute clips every episode. So when it's all done, it'll be a forty minute episode. And they said like at the end of the season, they might show it like before the season finale, the whole thing together instead of just little two minute clips. The Walking Dead, regular Walking Dead, or regular Walking Dead. Okay. So like when the regular Walking Dead starts back, because I guess they've been doing a web series and they've kind of hinted to it and alluded to that, and it's part of that. And they're gonna like give you like during a commercial break, like you know. This is brought to you by Subway or whatever, and then show like two minutes of it, and then when they do the season finale, it, it may not be the season finale, it may be the mid-season finale. Do the whole episode together, like thirty minutes or forty-five minutes or whatever, right before, yeah, so you yeah. could watch it all together. Well, did you guys watch? I, I'd the, be down for that. Did you guys ever watch or, or through the whole web web series? No. Yeah, I the web series all. were good. They, oh, no. they, they were directed they all, by Craig yeah. Nicotero. Oh, really? That attaches to the yeah they're they're like side pools I don't know if that's even a word they're like side stories of of the actual story that's going on yeah Yeah, yeah. so they fill in some gaps for you like if you're a Walking Dead fan it's definitely worth getting on there the bicycle girl it shows where the bike was and the person right yeah so it kind of that might be the same thing that they're gonna do with that whole plane situation well that's what they said because I guess they had been doing some like. I think they call them like mini-sodes where they, they're like three, four minutes and they put them online. Um, and they were doing that, I want to say, for Fear of the Walking Dead. Like they had a couple of those before it came on to yeah. kind of get people – because it's, it's one of those things where you can do – it's easy to film. You put it together and it builds kind of the hype so then people really want to check out the show. And I think for the plane episode, I think that's brilliant because everybody wants to see zombies on a plane. I mean, come on. Like that, that movie writes itself. So, yeah. So – that's what I love about the, the plane. They just—they're just gonna have to compete with the scene on uh, World War Z because that—that plane—that that plane scene was amazing. Oh, I don't know really? if you've seen that movie yet or not. Uh, no, I haven't watched any of, of Z, Z Nation. No, it's talk- World, the, the movie. World War Z. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah, Brad Pitt. I watched that at the gym actually. Well, you so. watch. So you were sweating and watching Brad Pitt. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I. I th- yeah, that's what I, I do. love. I'll tell you what, Gold's Gym, <laughs> cheap pop for Gold's Gym. There, they've got this amazing movie room in the one here in Winter Haven, where you go in and they've got oh, yeah, all the ellipticals. Like yeah. yeah, and it's like a movie theater. Like the movies on the wall, and you can watch it. And it, whenever it's like a zombie movie or a Marvel movie or anything like that, I'm like, fuck it, I'm going and doing my workout in there because I can get on the elliptical and bust out my hour, and I'm entertained. Like I remember one time, it was either Gar- no, it was Pacific Rim. I ended up staying for the whole movie, and I looked up, and I'm like, oh, shit, I've been here like two hours because I got like right at the beginning, and I was just running and not paying attention. I looked at the time, and the timer counted out because it only go up to an hour. So I knew I did over an hour, and I'm like, dude, I've seen most of this movie. And I, I looked at my phone, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I've been on here for like an hour and 40 minutes. So I was like, fuck it, I'm going to go ahead and finish it. Like, I'll do another 20 minutes just it's on like the thing. It's a free movie I did, theater. man, because he gets in the robot. It's like, jink, jink, jink. And I'm like, yeah, I'm in a robot. So it was it was awesome, but especially because, you know, it's a big screen. They got a good surround sound system in there. Yeah, it's like, a great, great yeah. Great like, I don't do know it. why everybody and their brother doesn't go in there and do their exercising. I mean, I know the, the muscle head's got to be, you know, with the weights, bro, because we lift, bro. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I'm in there with, like, the other fat people, <laughs> like, in the dark. Right I'm next like, to me. Yeah, it's like, hey, it's dark in here. Nobody can see my fat ass sweating. 
So that's why I always go in there because I don't feel fat shamed when I go in there. Well, also, usually it's me, and there's always somebody like ten times fatter than me that comes and gets to the one next to me, and it's like fist bump, bro. Yeah. You want some popcorn? Yeah. While we yeah while exactly we watch yeah I'm not, I'm surprised people are like eat popcorn and do it elliptical in there because yeah it's me and the fatty brigade that are in there every yeah. time I'm in there too so yeah that's okay got a hot and ready stand right outside oh man <laughs> shit if I can get a hot pocket in there what's up <laughs> oh the hot ready oh yeah there you go Little Caesars yeah right outside <laughs> that's the funniest thing a buddy of mine he goes to Planet Fitness on Fridays he's like yeah on Fridays I got pizza and I'm like that sounds really counterproductive for a gym like giving yeah. out pizza at the gym like that sounds like really counterproductive. Well, I don't know. Arnold says that, that uh, in one of his videos that pizza is, is uh, he, he, he ate it as a, um, an energy thing because it has yeah. everything It's got there. like yeah. you, your carbs and it's yeah, got your yeah. protein and everything. So and one, up weights, I guess. Yeah, but then again, you know, Arnold's doing way more than what I'm doing. Like, I'm getting on right. the elliptical. Like, he's probably throwing up. It's like I watch videos all the time of The Rock working out and it fucking depresses the shit out of me because I'm like, he's like doing these like power lifts with his legs and like you know benching with his feet like five six hundred pounds i'm like holy crap dude like i'm never gonna get to that level <laughs> like you gotta you gotta like that's gotta be your job working out every day to get to that level which i guess it's if you're the rock it is his job yeah it's his job and plus he was blessed with good genes so. oh my god yeah it was it is and his fanny pack oh Oh, well, that's not even as bad as – have you been watching Ballers at all? I don't watch that. Oh, no. if you get a chance, watch Ballers on HBO. It's basically like the new Entourage with The Rock. But okay. this week's episode, Entourage. speaking of Fanny, they gave some full rear-end view rock action, which I was like, not only is this guy just fucking ripped, he's got like the firmest ass I've ever seen in my life. So <laughs> – were you? <laughs> well, it, the only reason I bring that up is to hit on Ballers? fantasy football uh, because now that's my team's name. It's the people's ass, and it's the picture of the Rock's ass is is my, like, screen image for my fantasy football team. So if anybody's playing me, they have to see this giant picture of the Rock's ass because I was just like, that is just too good to pass up. So, so I'm we, typing in Ballers on my phone right now. Oh, that, are you? So. It, it, I'm not gonna firm, lie. It is probably ass. the firm funniest ass. show I've seen in a long time because it's all about football, and I love football, and I love the Rock. Like anything the Rock does, I'm all about. Since WWF, WWE, yeah, Rock like, is awesome. Yeah, so I really want him to be on a serious. Like I want him to show. His I want to see him do True Detective. Active, act, yeah, that something like that. Yeah, his act because he's a good actor. Yeah, his, he can his act. Charisma his ass is literally. Amazing. <laughs> so well, yeah. There, there you go. Um, <laughs> See, like San yeah. Andreas. I don't know. Have you seen San Andreas? I haven't seen San Andreas. Okay, well, eh, I don't want to tell you too much, but yeah. he, he that was a perfect opportunity where he could like act his ass off. Yeah, and they and didn't give it to really him. really serious. They didn't yeah. give it to him, but it was still a great movie. Yeah. Still a great movie, though. Well, trying to write this shit back from the Rock's ass back to The Walking Dead. Daryl's uh, ass. Daryl's ass, yeah. Why they need to show that ass. on The Walking Dead. <laughs> you know, I think the, the internet will explode. Like, you will get the Twitter whale fail. Like, if that <laughs> ever will. happens, because, yeah. like, they, all of Twitter will shut down if, it for will. some reason, they give rear end. Because didn't they give rear end Rick Grimes one time? Like, he was showering. It was it was it was, a fo- it was it was one of them stand, standing showers, and it was fogged up. So, it didn't oh, really, okay. there wasn't enough there. But um, when he did his shaving scene, the Rick, um, it was pretty big on Twitter. Yeah. It was huge. Yeah, because you think it was, like, in a towel and shaving. Yeah. And that's when they first got to that new town last right, year, Alexandria, right? Yeah. yeah. 
Well, that was big because he shaved, and I was like, oh, my God, he's yeah. so sexy with the shaved-off beard. I'm like, did you not see Love Actually? Like, he was yeah. in that movie, and he had no beard. So, like, this is the first time this dude has walked out of his house without a beard. So Yeah, we had to play a montage to that on the on the Sugar video that we did. Oh, did you? Yeah. Um, so, check that out if you're a fan of, of that type of thing. Well... <laughs> so, uh, besides the wolves, is there anything else on this season of The Walking Dead you're really interested in seeing? I'm looking to see more, more of the Alexandra people to see what they're gonna, how they're gonna, adapt how they're gonna react, react with everything to, going on. Yeah, they were never exposed to the world until now. Until Rick killed that dude right in front of them. Yeah, exactly. Slap him in the face with reality. And yeah. Say, hey, this is yeah. what's out there, and you're not seeing it. Yeah. And now what's gonna happen is basically just bursting their little bubble that they've been living in for all these years. Absolutely. Well, and also now that the new guy from episode one showed back Morgan. up, Morgan, like mm-hmm. I want to see how that goes because like they're definitely Morgan's hardcore. Heads. They're yeah, heads like crazy. I can already see them I, arguing. I don't. I, it's really. I mean, it's interesting to see how they're gonna do the whole Morgan thing with him becoming sort of like a sensei all of a sudden. When um, yeah. The last time we saw him, he, yeah. he was so bugged out. He was he was like, you can't clear me. You can't clear me. And I'm like, dude, this guy is bugging. Like, he yeah, he, reco- he recovered good because he, he looked like straight up uh, Trailer Park, Polk County meth addict. He was like, you can't clear me. And he had booby traps everywhere. I'm like, god damn. Like, get what you need to get the fuck out of there. So Yeah, the role star inverted. Yeah. Yeah, because he, I mean, if you compare the two, it's like now you got a disciplined sensei compared to like what well he's more like a yoda right now a yoda yeah yeah, yeah. but see uh, what he reminded me of to me is the guy from uh oh goodness uh i'm, I'm gonna Filler. totally so no, anyways what we're doing yeah no it's the guy that he would he walked the earth you know what i'm talking about Jesus. the kung fu kung fu like kung fu movie and kung fu the legend continues with uh bruce lee David Carradine, yeah, what? where he's like, I'm going to walk the earth, that he was like, would go to town to town and like do kung fu. Like, that's what he reminds me of because he's just, you know, he's all like sensate out and he's all like peaceful and stuff. Yeah. Like he found a doctrine. Yeah, like he found something that like a religion or whatever that he can deal with. Let's say, for example, season yeah. one. Yeah. They were at Rick's house. Yeah. He was confused. His yeah. wife had turned into a zombie and, and he's he, kind of flaking out. Yeah. He, w- he didn't show that I'm a, I'm a centered you know, peace-centered person or yeah. something like that until now. Yeah. So what happened between, you know, the Because there was him where he was he was okay, but he was a little off, then full-bore batshit crazy, to now he's, like, complete zen master. Like, something happened, and I, I, I really want them to fill in that gap, too. Yeah, because he, he th- learned how to do kung fu, I guess. Yeah. He can oh, my God, that kung stuff. fu shit he was doing was nuts. With yeah. a st- with a bow staff, like straight. That's why it made me think of kung fu because I was like, you know, beating up people with bow staffs and shit. I'm like, that's some next level Bruce Lee shit, brother. Like, what what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. The rabbit's foot. The rabbit's foot. Yeah. So now you're you're, you're he's like philosoph philosoph. <laughs> he lost the foot. <laughs> he's philosophizing. Philosoph- yeah. That sounds like a dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, he's just a totally different character. So yeah. I think it's gonna be interesting to see how he plays out. I really want to see how uh, uh, Carol plays out because Carol's she's just a cuckoo. Yeah, because she's like, I'll bake you cookies, but if you say what I did, I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> like, I want Carol on my side, though. Yeah, you know what I mean. Carol's gangster, man. Yeah. Carol's like old school gangster. Yeah. If anybody's changed, 
Oh, oh yeah. Definitely. Hands down. For sure. Yeah. yeah. From Mousy getting beat up by her husband and stuff to where she's like, yeah, dude, dude, so the Terminator. Because when she talked to that little kid, I was like, dude, she's going to like snap this little kid's neck or something. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. Yeah. No, she's not even going to kill you. I'm going to take you out. I'm going to leave you. I'm going to let the walkers deal with you, and nobody's ever going to find you. And I'm like, god damn. Like, that's next level crazy. Yeah. it's it, She's awesome. I love Carol. Yeah. I think, she, I think her character is uh, they they really pointed her in the perfect direction. Everything that she's been through and where she's at right now just makes complete sense, you know. Yeah, and she's adapted very well. Yeah. Uh, it took a little while for it to start, but once it started, she did adapt well. And she's smart. Not she does, she's not just tough, but she's super smart. Like when she got to Alexandria, she was playing playing them. Yeah. From the get go. From the get go, yeah, and, the whole time. And put on that that grandma sweater and and was you know being the perfect citizen, and it's perfect because when the shit hits the fan, nobody's gonna expect it from her. Yeah. And, and still, she's still there. And, and a lot of people, you know, didn't like the fact that okay, now you got this cool team that you've been following, and now they come into Alexander, but now are they the bad guys or are they the good guys? But in reality, you're thinking, you know, in this world, you either eat, get eaten. Or, or you somebody eats you, you know. Or yeah. You eat them or they eat you. There's not really a good or bad. It's yeah, a survival. It's survival. like, what am I gonna do to survive? Right. You know. But I agree because this past season, they turned the whole show on its head because these were the good guys you were rooting for. And there was a couple episodes where I'm like, dude, Rick is bugging the fuck out. Like, Rick's got problems. Like he's hitting on this married woman. Like he's you know running up on her husband and you know threatening to shoot him and shit. And I'm like, dude, this what the fuck, Rick? You know, and same thing with, with Carol. Like, she did a 180, and you're like, are are the people that we love, these characters, we love the bad guys? And I think that was a cool dynamic. I hope they don't – I don't want it to be stretched out over next season. I want right. next season to be – there's definitely good guys, bad guys. But for one season to change things up, I think it kept things fresh. Absolutely. And you also got to think, okay, these guys, Rick's group has been out, I guess you could say in the wild, uh, handling this this – apocalypse and then to come to a town with people that just don't listen to you yeah. even though you know i mean literally yeah. there's no like i'm right rick's yeah. right so you have to listen to me it's very frustrating so of course i think i would go crazy like seriously like like i would like Roberto was like telling me you know that you know we should try to keep things normal again i would go crazy trying to convince him yeah. that it's not like that yeah i would look crazy yeah. to everybody else too yeah. as well so you kind of have to, you see it. You haven't seen what I've seen. That's basically what it was. Oh, <laughs> keep, keep going, bro. I wanted to. You haven't seen things. Yeah, and that was the thing. Like, Rick was kept telling him. He's like, man, you don't know what's going on inside. Because I remember the beginning of last season, they were out in the woods. And freaking Carl had a damn uh, silencer on his gun and shit. And they were, like, rolling up hard. And they were eating dog food out of cans. And then they get to Alexandria and... Dude's getting a shave, and they're getting their own house, and they've got power, and they're like, all right, this Hot is wives. nice. Yeah, yeah, and he was like, you know, we're going to get soft. Because I think it was Daryl was like, we're going to get soft if we keep sitting here like this. We're going to lose all the edge we have. And they were a well-oiled machine when they got there. Even even Woodbury, the, the residents of Woodbury were more prepared than, than Alexandria because at least the Woodbury people already knew what the yeah. heck was going on, and they were like, okay, at least we know that some of them can go out there and come back and do these raids and stuff yeah. like that, but Alexandria was just, like, totally bubbled. Yeah, it's a, um, it was a 
like they, they were in a bubble the whole time and and kind of avoiding the the reality yeah. that's out there trying to keep things as, as simple as possible which I'm, is a mistake yeah and that's why i'm hoping i mean understand because you know you build these sets and they're expensive and you want to get a lot of use out of them from like a budget director standpoint i get that but i'm hoping by the end of this season they get out of alexandria because i just i don't want to do three whole seasons in alexandria oh and then to knock it over yeah and i i think that's the only thing that could destroy it is i think if enough of them get through the gate and start tearing shit up it's just going to be we don't have the ammunition to take them all down and reseal the gate so we got to split right. Th that would be my theory personally oh my god yeah because they film all that stuff in atlanta and i'm sure they're like going to farmer joe like hey we like your field can we shoot a movie here you give me a 12 pack of some barbecue okay <laughs> yeah there's not a whole lot Well, I think that that's what oh. happened with, like, the first season. Because remember the first season, they did a lot of it, like, in downtown Atlanta. And they did have to close shit down. And I think that that's – like, everybody bitched about season two and the farm and then being at the farm so long. And I think it was like, look, bro, we spent a ton of money that first season. We got to, like, save some money, get some of that money back. Let's franchise this out to Halloween Horror Nights so we can make some money that way and start selling some of these damn Daryl T-shirts and get our money back, you know? Well, I mean, like, and it's mind-boggling for me because season two was amazing for me. Like, I love season two. I think it's my favorite, two. to be honest with you. And their season finale was the best season finale oh, for me. Oh, hands down, yeah. Than all of them put together. Because if you want zombies, you got zombies, zombies. in in the season two finale. And, and then, and then the, 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 the one before the season finale, which is the, the Shane one, oh, it yeah. was amazing as well. So yeah. it's like... Yes, you had to go through a, f uh, a few little filler episodes, but other than that, I mean, season two was amazing. But I don't think the filler episodes were filler episodes. You got so much backstory and so much, like, character content. To me, it wasn't like – because trust me, I've watched some shows where I'm like, yep, that's a filler episode. Like, they had an episode they had to fill, and this is just bullshit. But, like, to me, none of those were filler episodes. Like, every episode, you got some information about a character, or you learn something about a character – that paid off later in the season. So I don't think any of it was, as I like to call it, chaffa. It's just chaff. It's not the wheat. So, you know. <laughs> I got it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, but I, I, I enjoyed season two. I thought it was great. I think season three was the one that I think is, like, the bottom for me. Um, as that far was right as before they got to the prison, right? Um, they got to the prison, I think, the end of season three. Season premiere, season three is when they found the prison, right? And then uh, they and just I got loved see that the season premiere. I think the rest of the season wasn't that great for me. Yeah. Or was it when Andrea was that when Andrea and the governor were kind of hooking up? Yeah. Season yeah, three, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know for some reason season three was a little off for see, me. But I liked having Andrea around because whoever she fucked was the bad guy. Like, she fucked Shane, she fucked uh, the governor. Like, it's like, we need to keep her around because whoever she keeps hooking up with is the bad guy. So we know that's the guy we need to shoot next. You know, in the comics, she's with Rick, right? 
Yeah, yeah, and on top of that, she's like the best marksman ever. I think that's like her like special skills. Like she's like this amazing markswoman. That's why when they killed her, I was like, I didn't see that coming because everybody had said like you know she's still. I think she's still in the comics, and I was like, damn, like you know, and that's the reason why. Like I said earlier in the episode, I just didn't. I just gave way on the comics. I'm like, look, I'm gonna leave them right. over here because I'm gonna get confused. It's the best, if you, like you said, watch the whole Walking Dead. Then, if you want to go ahead to the comics, then you'll have a different experience because it is a different. Yeah, I'm completely unfiltered, and I think it's the best. I, I mean, that's that's making me enjoy, um, you know, the show even more. And I say I even stay away from trailers, yeah, too. Yeah. So, I don't. but I know that's for, just my own thing. For this season coming up, you know, we're going to be obviously introducing the new villains. Yeah, you know, you the wolves. The governor. Yeah. Now, now this season, or, or, or we're going to be introduced to the new, the new yeah. villains. Well, I think that'll be good because I think Walking Dead's always best when they've got a really good villain. Like when they had the governor. That was great because you had a good, solid villain figure. And I think that's what they need. And the problem is right now they don't really have one. For a while you thought maybe Rick was going to be the villain because you're like, oh, man, Rick's losing it. Um, But they need a good, solid villain besides just the walkers. Because, I mean, the walkers are there, and they're always a constant presence, and they're always going to be a problem, but you need a solid... It's just like any movie. You know, Superman wouldn't be as good without Lex Luthor. Batman wouldn't be as good without the Joker. You need a good, solid villain to kind of build mm-hmm. your story around. Yeah, yeah. And, and online, everybody's, like, tossing back and forth, saying that, you know how they, they showed the clip? Um, uh, they did a, a preview episode of Rick talking to somebody saying you don't know who we are or something like that yeah and that's there's, there's everybody's put down that, that he's talking to the villain which yeah i'm not gonna say names so everybody that doesn't you know said it earlier yeah the wolves it might be <laughs> one of the wolves you said it earlier bro the villain, the <laughs> too late right 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 or it could he could be talking to morgan Dude. good oh, it could be yeah. or he could be talking to pete pete who's pete the dead guy? The dead guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the you. thing is, there's a there's a thing that you know that you know maybe he didn't even kill Pete. You still don't know that yeah. he probably he probably shot um, right next he to shot the, the the husband the one that was dying shot him in the head. Oh, that's true. Because when she says do it, mm-hmm. there's not really an, an explanation as to where he shot. Ah, uh, yeah. It was a quick. I don't know, he bro, yeah. If the body, if he died right here, and this is all just kind this of. This is up, Pete, yeah. And then he went over. He went back over. He was like, "Dude, he walked back and and shot." Yeah, something. there was there was a little something there, but it's not like concrete, one hundred percent. So I would like to see that. I, I think my my preference were that Rick didn't shoot him, but then Morgan was standing there with a look on his face, like, "What the hell did you just do?" Yeah. <laughs> oh, hi, Morgan. How are you doing? I haven't seen you in a while. Why didn't you answer the radio when I told you to meet us in Atlanta? Hey, man, there's no radio show. I'm telling you. I don't have batteries, You know, I have a theory that, that Morgan is going to be the leader of the Wolves. I don't know why I think that. Yeah. He's, like, playing uh, – because for some reason, like, the scene of him interacting with the Wolves, it seemed like a training activity than actual uh, confrontation to me. But I don't know. That's just but didn't me. he kill those guys? No, he didn't kill them. Oh, he just beat them up? He just beat them up. Oh, well, that's a good theory. The letter, you know, to Who get out of the car. Driving? No, no, to, like, for uh, Daryl to get out of the car. Because it said oh, it was a trap. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you yeah. might be right. It might be a... Yeah, it's... Yeah. 
it's it, it's interesting to see what's what's gonna happen. I mean, uh, what we'll see. So many right deaths <laughs> yeah. in this past season for main characters. I think it was one of the the most deadliest main character season of all. Of see, all that's the why I think this season we're not going to see many main character deaths because they only got so much of that original cast left. So it's like if you, yeah, you've got Rick, Carl, um, Glenn was in season one, mm-hmm. um, Daryl, um, Carol, Carol. But that's, that's it, it for season one. Everybody else they met along the way. So you've only got five original cast people. And that's what worries me because those five people from a budget standpoint are eating up your budget. Because yeah. they've been on the show so long, their contracts have got to be big. Glenn and Rick, right? Yeah. They're the two that have been on from day one. So and Glenn, Rick, and Daryl. And, and Rick, Daryl, yeah. Carol. All of them. All five. And uh, yeah. what was Carl. 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 Yeah. And those. that's the reason why I'm like thinking you got to kill one. But then again – I'm a huge fan of a show called Supernatural. That show's been on 10 years, and, mm. you know, I know that the, the the two main cast people have got to have pretty big contracts, but they're like, look, we're just going to keep doing this thing in, until the ratings drop and we start losing ratings, and then we'll end it. <laughs> and that might be the way AMC does it. Like, look, yes, we're spending a lot of money on this, but think about how much money they're making comics, board games, t-shirts, uh, franchising out to Halloween Horror Nights so they can do the houses. Like, that's their cash cow right now for AMC is The Walking they're, Dead. Their commercials are almost at Super Bowl numbers. Yeah. For commercials. Yeah. Because, I mean, they're averaging 13 to 14 million per episode. Yeah, and it's nuts. So- well, guys, thank you for listening to this jam-packed episode with all of our friends. Of course, you can always find us on Facebook, it's happy, or facebook.com forward slash happy hour podcast show. You can find us on Twitter at HH Podcast Show. And of course, when you're on the Twitter machine, there's not one, there's not two, there's three hashtags to put in hashtag HH Podcast Show, hashtag happy hour, and hashtag deuces on the loose. Later, guys. Mm-hmm.